This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. It's Tuesday night, we're up the top of the tower. We are back, we are the award-winning Fight Disciples with an hour of the very best of Merseyside fight sports news. And I'm delighted to say one of my oldest friends in the business joins me in studio tonight. But before I introduce him, I want to just say that I've actually added a second guest as well, another familiar face that's been on this show before. I've got two guests in, and the reason I'll explain why, first and foremost, sitting right in front of me, former British champion, Mr Tony Dodson. Nice to there? see you, my mate. You are looking so well. It's outrageous. I don't look like a smack. Best no thing more, you ever did is leave boxing because yeah. you look tremendous. I get away from boxing and I, can, I don't know. You've to even got myself. a bit of sun on your pasty skin. Thanks. Look at that tanned arm here. <laughs> no, he's, up with, he's up with the compliments. Yeah, man, man, he used to look like a white walker, didn't I he? Did, exactly. I look, it was, see, it's hard. It's, people don't realise the hardest thing for me with boxing was making weight. Yeah. It was just a constant 24 hours a day, seven days a week struggle. To, to, to the point where if you've never done it you'll never get it yeah of course you think it's all sunshine rainbows and fun and games well mate you look fantastic now. thank That's you very much thing. and of course the man to your left always looks fantastic he brings, uh, a, he brings a, a light to this city every time he comes up the top of this tower I'm of course talking about the main man himself Mr Paul Bentley thanks very much mate welcome to the studio mate looking really well as well but unfortunately I've invited Paul in especially Tony was booked anyway but we invited Paul to come in because of a sombre note Unfortunately, now we had a sensational weekend for Merseyside Fight Sports. Of course, things didn't go the way we hoped in the UFC for Chris Fishgold. We may mention that a bit later on. But Callum Smith in the boxing ring out in New York. Absolutely sensational beast. performance. Absolute the pride. Beast. Ah, the fighting pride of Merseyside. The world is his oyster. We'll definitely come on to that a little bit later. Liverpool, of course, winning their sixth European Cup. Come on, the Reds! Out in Madrid. Sensational. A million people flooded onto the city to celebrate on Sunday to welcome the boys home and everybody else including myself was out in Liverpool on Saturday night but unfortunately we had another tragedy this city on Saturday night as well uh, when a a man 33 year old man from Toxteth in Liverpool Bala Lloyd Evans was tragically uh, murdered he was stabbed through the heart um, and died on a night out with family and listen this is a this is something that regular listeners to Fight Disciples and me and Paul have spoken about previously Paul um, runs Liverpool's No More Knives campaign. I'm delighted to say I'm an ambassador for that campaign. Uh, but I also know that Tony has got friendship links to Ballet or the family as well. So first and foremost, before we get into the, the person himself, Tom, before I ask you about what Ballet was like, Paul, why are we here again? Why is this city and the country evidently not learning that knife crime needs to be tackled? It needs to be addressed urgently? Look at it like this. Um, let's 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 just look at a few things that are going on in the city, okay? So let's let's look for example. Uh, topic of the day. What's the topic of the day all the time? Brexit, yeah. for instance. Okay, we're all talking about Brexit. Yeah. Why? Now I understand. I understand that everything leads to something, but if something as big as a decision in Brexit can offer so many mouths, sort of offer so many people to join, why can't that happen? Preventing death. Mm. Why is the biggest thing in this because city have a now, right is more important. What? Why is the biggest thing in this city not nurturing our children and life? Why is parks getting closed? Why are youth clubs getting closed? Why Cuts are we, getting made. Once again, I understand universities <clears throat> are needed, buildings are needed. We've got to move forward with the times, but it's not preserving life moving with the times. Mm-hmm. Because as it, for me, 
all DC is oh just another knife crime group. Oh, yeah, just another vigilante. That's what this is. This is what happened. I mean, we we don't get invitations to the town hall to sit down and chat to the big people. Now, I I don't just represent the comp- the, the the campaign. I am the campaign, and everybody in this city is the campaign. Yeah, and the only voice that you should hear in this city is somebody who represents this. City. There's no point talking to the council. There's no point talking to the government because they're not walking the streets. They're not sitting listening to the voices. They're not listening to the people with no money. They're not listening to the families who've had to drag the kids up and fight just to put a meal on the table. They're not listening to that. And why? Not interested. The second they start showing some interest in what the people want, then the people will start telling them what's needed and then they can do something about it. They have to be stupid already to think they don't know what's needed. But where's the voice? When was the last time somebody from... I mean, No More Nice campaign's the biggest campaign in the city right now. Yeah, yeah. Because of what's going on. It is the biggest campaign in the city because people are losing life. Yeah. I'm getting messages in box. Every day I get, into, I get invited to schools, radio, TV, everything. All these people who are part of the city wanting to get their point across. The only people that are not inviting me are the people that can do something about it. So what you tell me what that matters. What does that mean? The, the only noise I seem to be getting made from the council, I don't even know whether it's from the council, but from Merseyside Police is, uh, we need to put knife, um, you know... Uh, uh, Knife ones, knife ones on, on nightclubs and bars. We need to stop this. We, that, that's not the problem. That's putting a band aid over the problem. You want to go to the source uh, of the problem? Surely you can find bottles of vodka. Why can't you find a knife? Yeah, and not to mention these 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 knife arches. They're just not worth carrots because the, the knives are porcelain, or the knives are plastic, or the knives are handmade. Anything with sharp, anything stick it in you. that can puncture the lung, <coughs> pierce skin. This is. It's not about knives that are metal no more. I mean, where are we? We're in the ages. Yeah. Metal detectors. We're past it. Yeah. If criminality has gone past it. Yeah. And, the, and listen, Nick, let me tell you now, mate, there is nothing more intelligent than the criminal mind. Yeah, you, you said that before. Yeah. Said, you build mm-hmm. a safe, they will break it. So you have to... You find one, a way. You've got to be one step ahead. What are we going to do? Put knife arches up? How is that one step ahead? How is that deterring people from going into a club? And it needs to start from the bottom, doesn't it? There's no deterrent whatsoever. And that's because the council are too afraid to put the hand in the pocket to work alongside the doorman, to work alongside the campaigns, to work alongside the voices in the city. And until that happens, we're not going to meet. Yeah, because I see a lot of people from the city with big profiles, you know, Stephen Gerrard, Jamie Carragher, Tony Bellew. I've got Tony people, Bellew phoning me today. Celebrities, you know, Stephen Graham, you know. I've got Tony Bellew phoning me today after he had to talk about it. So what yeah. does that tell you? So if somebody like him is concerned about the city, why is somebody like Tony Bellew have to be concerned about our welfare in our city when it just seems that nobody else is. I mean, this guy's retired. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's built his family, he's built his career, he's fought <coughs> all his life. Now he's trying to fight to save the city. Yeah, taking Why are they not? Why are these people who are getting five meals a day wearing gold necklaces, not doing nothing about it? Why are they not inviting us and asking us where the problem lies? Because we know where it lies. Why? Because we live it every day. Because yeah. there are friends that are getting murdered, there are sons, there are daughters, there are families. These are the people that are dying because their people don't live in the city because they've all moved out the city. We're still here, and while we're fucking here, yeah. we need the help. And that's how it's got to be, Nick. Of course. Paul mentioned it there about it's families, it's our families, it's our friends that are passing away. So, and you you knew I mean, Balor or you know the family? No, I'm um my best mate, Yingi. I've been mates with him since we were in crash, and his sister, Amy, was... Obviously, like a sister to me because we grew up together, and that was a partner. And I mean, I've known Bala for about ten years or something, and he was just a, such a nice lad. So softly spoken, polite, good mannerisms, hard working fella. 
family man, loved his kids, loved his loved his girl. And to get that phone call after such a fantastic night with Liverpool doing what they've done and then to get that it's just, it's just shocking. I have got no words for it. It's just heartbreaking. You know, the pain the pain that that's caused now is it's just got it's an endless knock on effect. Family after family, friends and I just don't understand why these kids what did he do? Did he get dressed and think, yeah, I'm going to take this knife out and kill someone? What? What is that all about? I don't understand. I, I, maybe it's because I'm I'm too old now. Maybe it's because I'm in my 40s now. But I, I find it hard to compute that in my brain. Like, you know, we're, we're, we're all products of this city. You know, we're all from working class neighbourhoods. Yeah, when I was a kid, when I was going to town, it never crossed my mind when I went out with my mates. If there was, Listen, we all had problems growing up. We all had the odd fist fight in the street yeah, and whatever else. But, but that's what it comes down to. It, it was a fight. At. Yeah, you stopped at a fight. <clears throat> the amount of times I've been out, even one of my mates had a fist fight, that was it. It was done then. And you know what? Nine times out of ten, you've seen the same lad next week and you, you, you let on to each other. because you got the respect from having that fight with him. Let's, that... let's, let's all show. I mean, we can blame everybody, but let's... Let's let's narrow it down to a small issue here. Okay, so we have now young lads who who need ego. I mean, they can't even smile on photos nowadays. They're not allowed. Yeah, it's dead embarrassing, isn't it? I mean, you look at these photos; they're all staring at photo. I mean, what are you doing? You're sitting next to your mother, just trying to act gangster. Yeah, so just it, it looks dead, dead, dead embarrassing. That and then, so what happens then? Right, is say for argument's sake, you're having a fight with him. What what's the first thing that happens when you two fight? Well, See what, all what, these people around them. That pretend that the friends when they're not, because this is the circus. Use of the act. Yeah, yeah. Use of the circus now, and all these are standing there with the phones out. As soon as these phones go out, these two circus acts now are like, oh, right, everyone's watching now. I better do something proper. The world's social media, social media. There's not half a dozen people watching now. The world's problem is Nick, right? You fighting him are the enemy. You're fighting with each other now. But while you think that all these people are your friends videoing it, oh, they're your friends. They've just abused you. They've just put you all over social media so the world can judge you to be a divvy. That, yeah, yeah. You know, so now that, these people walk away then go, I see what I did there. See, well, of course they all seen. You're not seeing it, mate, because you're on so Everybody's just seen it now. You've just been judged. So this lad might have had one straight in his whole life. It's all over the, 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 the internet because his so-called <laughs> mate, who he still thinks is his mate, by the way, who's far from me, I wouldn't be videoing my mates getting in trouble. No. Of course. You know, what they've got, I mean, one minute they're saying, ah, don't be a grass, don't be a grass. Well, that not crashing your mates up? That is being a grass. You are a grass. You've just put them all over social media, madman, so they don't even live yeah, by the yeah. same rules that we lived in as kids. Mm-hmm. I understand that what it's like living in these areas. I do, I truly, because I've lived there, I've been there, I've done it, Nick. Do you know what I mean? But he was on and amongst thieves at one point where... These kids are sitting there going, ah, don't grasp this. You do grasp murder up, mate. He's dead. Someone's mum and dad have lost a child. Yeah, yeah. That is not grassing. You're not grassing someone up. These cold and these, these, are, these are way, these things that you do give a walk now, over to, these things that you just, as a human, yeah, you yeah. can't. They won't blow you up for murdering someone, but they'll put you all over social media and you're straight it. But that's your mate. That's your best mate, that. Yeah, yeah. They don't even understand who friends are no more, Nick. They don't get it no more. So, so where's you know the issue now? It's, the, you know, it's easy to point at the government because that this government traditionally and always has take a giant crap all over this city anyway. Yeah. And the whole country's struggling with austerity right now. I've never seen so many homeless people in every city I go to in this country right now. It's 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 a mess. Is that a is that a direct correlation to what's happening here? Is it is it working class kids with lack of support, lack of resources, lack of activities, lack of education? We are a city and a country trying to keep up with the Kardashians. 
at this present moment. We are putting our money... I don't watch that programme, like, so I can't... I think what you mean is reality TV in general. Okay, Everyone's yeah. looking at reality TV going, oh, I want that. You I only have this. to look at the women in the city. Absolutely fantastic, beautiful women. But they all follow suit. From Love Island or whatever... It's the same with gangster rap. The lads it's mad, isn't it? Like, when I was a kid, I aspired to be someone, like, important that made a difference, that added something to society or my education or something. But nowadays, they look up to the Kardashians, Love it's, Island. I mean, I mean, it's an absolute joke. It's embarrassing. I mean, I, I mean, look, I get entertainment. It's insane. You know, let them have their entertainment. But these people want to be them. They want to be, yeah, they mean, be like them. That, be that's two buddy shows of a picnic. They want to be some people <clears throat> stuck on some show with a top off all week with no earnings. Yeah. But then, then let's, let's put it down to also the criminal justice system. Now, we have to look at the prisons, Nick. Nick, look. I have friends in prison. We've all yeah. got friends in prison. I work with Walton Prison right now. I'm mm. in there quite a lot. Speak to the lads. They do what they've got to do. I do what I've got to do. I'm not there any day, not mine. We come together. We all try and deal with something, i.e. getting the knives off the streets because they've got children too. Now, these could be whatever they are. I don't care what they are. They're not, I'm not interested. But as long as they're prepared to help me get knives off the streets, not my problem. They'll get dealt with in prison. Yeah, yeah. But on the flip side of that, Nick, you're looking at cells with PlayStation 4s in, or 3s, I don't know. Three meals a day. Three meals Telly. a day. Roof over your head. Now, if you had a choice to live like that... Or live it, on the street. What do you say in prison, Nick, is if you have nobody to love, prison is just butlins. The only thing you don't like about being in prison is missing the people you love. What if you was homeless and you've got nobody? Yeah. The ideal place, isn't it? The Perfect. ideal place to commit a crime. Why, you, you, we need to make prison a place where you don't want to be. I mean, I'm all for equal rights. And I'm all for, you know, getting looked after and all, what's it called? You're in prison, equal opportunities type of thing, do you know what I mean? You're in prison, but someone's been killed. Why would you get, why should you get thrown in a cell with a computer? Yeah. Three meals a day, there's a poor kid dead. Got to be so, consequences in the, to, to people, people don't it, care about the consequences. There's no, no consequences, which means there's no reform. Now, yeah. it's, 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 it, do you remember when you were a kid how afraid you was of your father because I remember yeah, I, I, my dad would have just slipped me to bits there you go why did you not do what you I was 26 to do? years of age right and I swore at my dad turn my head next minute I turn around whack in front of my partner right mm-hmm. right across my face and he said don't you ever effing talk to me like that again show some respect and he was right I shouldn't yeah. have done it and I was 26 years of age it was the fear Nick wasn't it of course it was if, you're, if you don't fear something why would you do it if you don't fear going to prison why would you do it there's a young lad who'd been killed and then this, these, these kids who killed the lad have been thrown in a cell with three course, three meals a day Playstation 4 education walking out with diplomas <clears throat> and then they look at it oh it's, it's um, reform everyone deserves a second chance no them chances should be taken away from you the second you do anything like that. Murder, rape, paedophilia, you do not deserve a second chance, in my opinion. You don't deserve... Nobody I will, I does. Tell you. I will not and tell you right now... And this is why the system's messed what up. What I believe you deserve. But... I will. Death. Dead. Kill them. Stone dead, mate. Life know. for a life, an eye for an eye. I'm sorry, but you do. So it's a difficult state of affairs. We've got the government, who are not paying enough money towards, you know, funding for uh, community centres, etc., etc. You've got What no community centres we've got, none? We have no fear in the prison system. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm also going to blame a couple of parents because now parents want to be the best friends. It's like, that simple, isn't it, now to just, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm seeing a lot of parents defending the children when they've done something like this. Now, you know, I'll, if my son done something like that, I won't be defending him. Of course. I'll be the one put, I'll be the, I'll be the judge. Yeah. I'll be the jury. That's I'll, the way I'll you be should the, be. I'll be the jailer. 
But I mean, it's hard for me. Like my lad's seventeen this year, and he, we're like mates. But at the same time, there's been times lately where he spoke to me like no respect, and I would never have spoke to my dad like that. And I've had to check him. You know what I mean? And this is what these kids are missing. There's no um, discipline. There's no respect for the parents. I didn't do bad things when I was a kid, not because I was scared of the police, but because I was scared of my dad. That was yeah. the same, yeah. Just afraid of respect. Of course. Well, I was afraid of my mum. My mum had a cracker left up. Yeah. You know. yeah. Oh, my God. My mum, my you know what my mum used to do, right? And it used to burn me head out. She didn't say to me, I'm angry. She'd say, I'm upset. Oh, oh that was worse. That, for me, that, that was the worst. Yeah. That was the worst one. And I only made the jam booty. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Paul Bentley and Tony Dodson join me in the studio. Stick with us after the break. We're going to continue this debate. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Tony Dodson, Paul Bentley still joining me in the studio. If you're tuning in this week, something a little bit different. If you want your boxing fix and your MMA fix, check out our podcast at Fight Disciples or on our website, fightdisciples.com. Loads of stuff there, obviously, about Annie Joshua, Callum Smith, Chris Fishgold and everything that went on over at UFC uh, Stockholm. Uh, tonight's show, we're dedicating a little bit more to a big issue in the city right now, obviously, the, the issue of fighting knife crime. Now, a couple of months ago, Paul, I, was, I, did a, I did a radio show for a national radio station. And we had Mark Prince join us on the studio, the former boxer. Now, yeah. Mark lost his son on New Year's Eve That's right, yeah. uh, many years ago, but he's basically dedicated his life since to, um, to fighting knife crime, obviously based down in London. And, and, and he kind of has the same issues, you know. He, he points to all the same things you do. It's, it's a society thing. It's not, you know, it's not just kids. It's not like a, a turf war necessarily that's going on. It's just the way society is right now. Survival. Yeah, and he has the same issues. You know, he, he can't get in with Sadiq Khan down in London. He can't get in with the government to make it. And he's the person they should be listening to. The thing is, don't they? It's because it's correct. I mean, ask any person in this city now who cares about the city, who cares about the children. Is this knife campaign correct? Is what Paul's saying correct? Well, of course it's correct. Mm-hmm. You don't, I mean, well, I do not want your children getting killed by, by knives. So I will do what I possibly can to prevent it. Now, I'm not Superman, but I'll put, I'll, put, I'll put every hour I can on the line to make sure that everybody's children in this city are safe and sign me out. What but, can we do, Paul? What can we do? If, if Joe Anderson suddenly started listening, and hopefully with the likes of <coughs> Bellew and Stevie Graham, and, and listen, anyone else who's listening to, to the radio right now, any celebrities, because this it helps. The more celebrities you get no on idea. board, it's the social media power, it's the control, and that's when people start listening, unfortunately, in Nick, political office. We have a colossal group of celebrity sportsmen in this city. You'd be surprised how many are interested, mate. You'd be surprised how many being inboxed and don't care. And I mean that. I'm, I won't wow, be mentioning no names. But these these lads grew up in this city, and women, and their children in this city, they don't care, honestly, mate. And, and, and without, and I know they've all got the careers, I get that, I understand that, but your career was built in this city by these people yeah. who are dying. I just believe five minutes of your time wouldn't hurt. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Nobody else needs nothing. And else. it's amazing that five minutes how much that can influence other people. Now, do you ever remember Live Aid? Of course. Yeah. Do you remember the capacity of how that went down when a group of people who were so big got together? Do you remember? Because it was massive. Oh, it was yeah, huge. Yeah, I remember. Why can that not be done in this city with <clears> all these people? Your Bell Hughes, your Callum Smith, your Robbie Fowler, your Stevie Jack. Why can they not all, please, come together just one day? All these lads who are committing these can't. They all look up to somebody, you know, because I sat down with them. I'd love to do this, I'd love to do that. And a lot of it is not through necessity why they're committing crime. A lot of it is impulse. If you carry a knife, you will use a knife. Yeah. If you don't carry a knife, you cannot use a knife. You need to get it through to them to have that 10-second rule. Yeah. Look, 
I'm sitting here now. There's a knife in front of me. I've got 10 seconds to decide if I carry that knife. There's only two options, death and prison. If I don't, there's a million options. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we need the correct people. Look, I'm just a lad. I'm just a guy. I'm not a world champion. I'm certainly not Robbie Fowler. So the only people that are going to listen to me are the people who... It's me making myself noticed in the city through comedy, through my PT, through TV, radio. So I'm doing everything I possibly can as a man. These men only have to tweet. Are yeah. Thousands and thousands of people. Are yeah. Why would they not? Why would they kill you to tweet? Got to back this campaign. I need to be in this city at this hour altogether, and let's just all chat. And and I'll tell you now, right? If I got every celebrity who meant something to this city, if this city meant something to them, if I got them all in one room, yeah, Joe Anderson would listen. Of course. And well, I, you know what? And, because and they so make the, the city what this is. But so would the world media as well. Of the course. world media would switch on to it, yeah. just like with Live Aid as well. Live Aid, that's what you need. You need a city aid. Liverpool city aid. That's what it, we need. Do you think the council and Joe Anderson, do you think they're hiding under the rock because it's... It, the, the ultimate answer is financial commitment. See, you know the thing is, it makes me laugh, though, this financial, we haven't got enough funding. Listen, you, you're getting paid now. The police are getting paid to do to do a service. They only need to change a few things and go into things a little bit more rather than chasing people for parking tickets. Nick, we're talking. Put the time and effort into getting these knives off the streets because it's your job anyway. Mm. Just do it. Stop crying out for more money. It, it aggravates me. Nick, you've got... Okay, look, we're talking, we're screaming for finance. Okay, yeah. all right then. Now, we have all these cities, all these companies that are based in Liverpool City. Let's say, for instance, next, Anfield. These all have to pay the city something to yeah. be in the city because the city <coughs> is providing them with income. Yeah. Surely to God, somebody can say, let me take a little bit of that out to put into the safety of the city. There's got to be some sort of group. There's got to be something where we can put a little bit. Now, I know it's not that simple. I get that. But... We're talking about the deaths of children now, younger and younger all the time. Surely to God, if the death of, a child, of children in cities is not a big issue, then why are we any better than the third world countries that we're all having a go at? Why are we any better than anybody? Yeah. If we can't commit to fixing something that's wrong, especially death to children, and that's what's happening here. And, and I just think, as I say, there's got to be some a, a group effort from the people and the bigwigs that run the city. But while everybody's doing their own thing or sending a little daft video, oh, I'm in support of it. You're not in support sending a video, mate. You're in support when you turn up and you do something about it. I mean, to be fair to Tony Bellew last night, right? He's tweeting last night. No more knives. He's tweeting last night. The death of the city's got to stop. It's, he's making himself known. He's making people see kids. Yeah, yeah. Did you see anybody else do that? No. I saw one celebrity in this city last night, Tony Bellew. One. Who'd obviously just landed coming back from New York. And he's York. only just got and back from New York. landed and heard that news. He's yeah. only just got back. He's heard that news. What's the first thing he tweets? Love for the city. You know, someone's died. It's got to stop. It's got... He was the only one. Hmm. Every one of these celebrities have been built through this city by these people paying for their tickets and their wages. Surely to God, they deserve a little tiny bit back from you. Mm. It's all right complaining, saying, oh, thanks for the support from the city when you've lost a fight or when you've won a fight. They will support them no matter what because the city loved these people. Yeah, We all love them because they're fantastic at what they do. They're our superheroes, aren't they? They're the people Absolutely, we aspire to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, rather than earning the money and just, you know, just, just a tiny bit of your time. Because that's going to get 
town, the town hall to listen, basically. Which is the why, why no matter what, to listen. which is why no matter what anybody says about Tony's attitude when he was boxing, that is the real man there. Yeah, that's that's the real man, and that, that will never just ever. Yeah, that will never ever ever be forgotten. What he did on that tweet, the second he come home, <clears> and you know what? Me personally. I'd love him to be part of the campaign because he's, he, he actually started it with me, believe it or not. Yeah. By doing a video years ago. He probably doesn't even know. He probably doesn't even know. Do you know what I mean? But that's what he does. And everybody, everybody's happy to call him. Yeah. What What are the logical steps for you then, Tom? What would you say needs to be done apart? You know, with this injection of cash, what is it? Do we need to support neighbourhoods? Do we need to provide kids with better resources? You've got a 17-year-old son. Yeah. But you've got him into boxing. And that See, this, seems this, to took over I, his I, life. I, I talk to I talk to parents about because they ask me like my views on boxing, and I tell them I say, look, if it was left to me, I would have boxing in every school in the city. And their first words is, oh, it's brutal. It's you know you punch each other. Of course, yeah, it 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 can be brutal, but for the fundamental values and structure that it adds to a person, an individual, whether it be a boy or a girl, it's invaluable. It's worth its weight in gold. You get respect. You get discipline, you get structure, you get uh, an unfounded discipline in your life for what boxing gives you. The respect you get for your trainer who's training you, it just adds another level of, of, of discipline to you. Not just the way you live, but your personality, the person who you are and who you become. I'd put it in every school. My son, if it weren't for boxing, would be a little tear away. Mm-hmm. And I'm a good parent, and I mean, I I was brought up the correct way. I had I've got manners. Manners cost nothing. I I try and install that into my kids. I mean, it's a little bit hard with my six year old little girl. She's a nightmare, but um, to do with Anthony, everyone compliments me how, how polite he is and how, how nice of a kid he is. And that's I I genuinely put that down to boxing and discipline with John Rice and Gemini. Yeah, it's it's unreal. I mean, that would be my steps if I could advise any family. Would be to get your kids into it. Into it doesn't even have to be boxing; it just has to be a, a, a structured sport, something for them to put their energy into. Because, like Paul was saying about this social media, I'd get them all off social media. That is creating a false world that they will try and live up to. Imagine yeah, social media was only allowed for over teams. Imagine that, mate. Imagine yeah. the world. It's it's just completely it's just different. Wreck, it? It's completely wrecked everything. Different. It just wrecked everything. It just Young. it, 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 the, the it problem gives is a false it, image of life, and it, life it, just it does. doesn't like that. But then it's a, well, again, it's about education. Then this this should be a subject in schools. Is it social media to. media awareness and how to use social media should be taught in schools and what it's all about because fundamentally. Listen, social media is not going anywhere. If anything, it's only going to get bigger. Do you know what will happen? No, right. This is what happens with everything in life. With the, the high hierarchy or whoever you want, whatever you want to call them, they'll teach you how they expect people to do it properly, politically correct. It's which like, which life isn't like that. Line their pockets life isn't like means, that. Yeah. Life isn't like that. You need someone from the street telling them how to do it the proper way that's respected. And how you get, re- it, I don't know. They just it's just messed up the way they all Next. think that everyone's going to do the way politically correct it should be done. It's not. But listen, I see, I see, I, I get trained into the studio a lot. And I see kids on the train. Now, I've got two they kids. They don't look under, up, do they? Two kids under the age of five. Now, my little boy, yes, we, they've both got little iPads, <coughs> which we bought them to go on holiday to calm them down on the plane. And every night, and they allowed it twice a week, Wednesday nights and Saturday nights. That's it. Because he's only four. He's not even five yet. And if he has it too much, he gets out of control. So we've had to manage it. But I see kids younger than him. I lose on glued to glued to phones, TikTok. glued to iPads. It's, 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 look, this is what it is, right? It's now cool 
to be the odd guy. Let me explain what I mean like this. Okay, I'll it's fit cool. Well. It's cool to be against. Okay, now if I say to you, Superman's great, isn't he? And everyone's like, oh, Superman's great, Superman's great, Superman's great. Well, one person will go, nah, he's crap. <laughs> and I, how, how can Superman be crap? He's got laser eyes, he can lift stuff up, he's, he's dead good at everything. Yeah, but he's crap. <laughs> okay, all right, well, what's he crap at? I don't know, but he's crap. Yeah. That's what's happening now. Everybody wants to stand out for being a tit. Mm, yeah. Everyone wants to stand out. For, I mean, you've got... Say for argument's sake, right, you've got a young... And my daughter, I'll, I'll use my own daughter as an example who I've had to tell off myself. Now, she wants to be a YouTuber. All right, fair play, fair play to her, do you know what I mean? I've got yeah. no problem with that, that's your ambition, let's go for it, let's, let's do what you've got to do. But that's opening the door for a million different things now. Mm -hmm. That means her idols, she's going to copy off. <sighs> so now, the door's open for Long every YouTuber you to teach my daughter how she should act rather than be herself. She's learning from everybody. She's not being herself. She's being little fragments of everybody else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're seeing what media. they do and how they get big numbers and go, oh, I'll, I'll behave like that. When we were kids, we saw the match. We saw John Barnes and went, I want to be like John Barnes. That's what we had. Yeah, yeah. So we had to go out then yeah. and play footy. Whereas they have to sit there now and watch video after video after video. Like this Fortnite thing as well, these kids on Fortnite. But it's not, like, go it's not going anywhere. No, no. It's, not, it's only going to get bigger. I know. The now they're point. all crap dancers because of Fortnite. Yeah. They all dance like Fortnite. They're, they're the crappest dancers <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. They're crap dancers. Yeah, don't even you remember years ago. You need to show me some moves, Big box, little box, Lee Butler. We had a screen. Yeah, exactly. We knew how to dance. Now these diggies. All flying around. What's that? that? <laughs> I don't know, you know, someone flashed up a video of me back in Quadrant Park back in the day or <laughs> the Hard Dock or something like that. Yeah. You'd be shocked at how bad a dancer I was. Hey, listen, you made it your own, all right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is the role models that kids have got these days aren't necessarily people from their city, aren't necessarily people they can actually relate to, which will people take me from back, a different world. Which will take me back to what I've just said, because the people, the pillars of the city, the, the celebrities who run the city need to get involved with the kids more. They need to get involved with the city more. They need to be the providers of, of, of the city. They need to be the people... Look... You took the responsibility of being a celebrity and yeah. a sportsman. It's not all that bad. But use it properly. Use it for good. They need to get involved more. Let them let them be their idols. Push them more to be their idols rather than just sloping off to America to do the training for 12 weeks and legging everyone. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm on a 12-week camp. Look, mate, if you're on a 12-week camp, you're sitting there watching Netflix. If you've got time to sit and watch Netflix, maybe have a little mingle with the people who buy your tickets. Yeah. Just small post, things, post mate. Post daily videos, updates, whatever else. Yeah. It just keeps it on the mind, doesn't it, as well? Keeps it fresh, keeps these kids thinking. And if you can do that, it'll change the Create more outlook. idols. Because they're not, they're not, I mean, you've got celebrities on, on Twitter that get <coughs> slated by, by, by kids. Ah, you're shit at this, etc., etc., sorry. And, and you're like, why? Because you're not interacting with them properly no more. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. I mean, we've got lads. Honestly, mate, I could go on. I don't want to. I just, I just want it to be right. I don't want to see no more kids dead. And I want everybody to play the part. And if That's you talk, it. We can all play our part and all yeah. add something it's to like it. It's like this, look. We will see change. We all teach our kids manners and respect too. Yeah, absolutely. If you have took from this city, give a bit back. That's all I'm saying. Because yeah. I am. Makes perfect sense. You're listening to Fight Disciples, Radio City Talk with Paul, Butler, Paul Bentley sorry, and Tony Dodson. Don't go anywhere. Part three coming up next. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. If you just joined us, this is a special show dedicated to the knife crime culture which has engulfed 
this city right now. Uh, Tony Dodson, Paul Bentley still joining me in studio. If you're just tuning in, we're just trying to... Well, we're trying to have a bit of a de- on a debate, actually, to see what this city can actually do and how we can all come together. Uh, we seem kind of uh, united in the fact that we think to make the town hall listen, to make the city council listen, we need to unite the city and pull together. And the only way we can think of doing that is by reaching out to the, the city's sports men and women, who obviously we've got uh, direct contact with. We try to, we'd love to bring everybody together for a conversation and maybe we could do it at the town hall. Maybe Joe Anderson could be there as well. Uh, and everyone can say their little bit. And you know, at the end of the day, the council, if the council have got issues in providing these services, let's hear what the issues are and let's try and work it out together. And if it means we go cap in hand to some of the city's biggest businesses, then we go cap in hand to some of the biggest bi- city's biggest businesses, Paul. Simple as that. Listen, Nick, if the council was sitting in front of me, they'd listen. If the council was sitting in front of Callum Smith, Rocky Field and Darren Till, Paddy the Paddy, Chris Fishgold, Molly McCann, Tony Bailey, I can go on. Yeah. Imagine that. Of course. Can you imagine that? Yeah, and what what what's to say that these people? I know they care. I know them all personally. I know they care. It's getting the the, the right structure together so they can all turn up, and it's doable, and it's possible, and it'll make history, and it'll be our city's aid. I, I, with those people as a with a voice as well. So with the, with the with the role model appeal that they've got to the city because it's the it's the it's the young people of this city the teenagers the early 20 somethings that are doing these crimes that are that are going out there carrying knives these are their people aren't they? these are the role models they yeah, look up to so they're not going to listen to police they're not going to listen to Joe Anderson they're going to listen teachers. to they're going to listen to us sportsmen people who they aspire to be like because you know as a kid in this city you want two things you're either a fighter or a footballer that's what you want to be in these, every school these people bring the media in they all go in the same room together. Can you imagine the media? Can yeah. you imagine the noise? Can you imagine who would have to listen? You know, if we prove that we could gather that power with this campaign, this campaign would be taken a lot more seriously. Yeah. Because it's the awareness to the to the young people who are committing these crimes that are leaving home to go on nights out with weapons. It's the awareness to that. What, what are we trying to do here? Is it, is it get the entire city? Are we trying to shame them? Into not carrying weapons? Is that what we're trying to do? Um, I think what we're trying to do is educate them. Shame is is, is one thing. I understand that. No one laughs because ideally, they're going defensive, then that's what they'll do. You ideally should be embarrassed because, I mean, what, what a lot of people are saying now is, oh, well, I need this knife to defend myself. And then, like, because I, I can't fight, is that what you mean? Well, or? No, what's happening is, well, I know he's got a knife, so I've got a knife. So then you think everyone's walking away with that going, oh, right, okay. But what you're thinking is, well, shouldn't have got involved in gang culture, then, mate, and that wouldn't have happened. You don't just need a knife to walk around the streets and grab some eggs for your mum, mate. Yeah. You've obviously done something yeah. or involved yourself in something to be part of this, which you shouldn't have done. So get yeah. yourself out, and then you won't need to. And then he'll say, it's not easy. It's that, yeah, it is. It is, look. It look, is that easy. There, it's that easy. It that We've easy. done it. We've all done it. I could have went down that road that chose not to. It's just, it's just, you know, but it's a shame, really, because there is some really, really fantastic and intelligent young men out there who are going down the wrong road, who you'd love to just grab, have a little whisper in their ear, show them what they're actually capable of, Show them the inter- Put I mean, them on this- the right path. Nick, how many times have me and you said that this city is, wow, it's unbelievable. It's phenomenal, yeah. The, pe- I mean, the talent we've got. We only natural have talent. At the talent, the, the way we stick together with the Hillsborough, etc. The way Liverpool and Everton come together when it matters. Nobody has what we have. Nobody. But it takes something. It takes death for us all to come together. Why should it take death? Yeah. Why can't we all just be Liverpool City, the most powerful city on the planet. You piss us off, 
you're going to know about it. Call yeah. us moaners, call us what you want. That's only because you can't do what we can do. And that's in that's that's basically rejoicing each other's collections, you know what I mean? And that's that's where I think we're at, Nick. You know, at this point now, I think this city has to regroup, come together, become friends, and attack the youth intelligently. Ultimately, what is the solution here? Obviously, it's a, more than anything, it's awareness, it's education. But then the follow-on from that, you know, break away from the groups. You don't need to be in a gang culture because what are we talking here? There's apprenticeships. There's something after education. That's here's right. a here's a life for you. Not everyone can become a professional boxer. Not everyone can become a brain surgeon. This is where we you, have to go back to funds again. Yeah. It's always there's, there's a circle, Nick. It's not like we're going to take kids out of gang culture and then go. Yeah, there's a place there at Oxford for you. That's never going to happen. No. We need to go come out of gang culture because there's this for you, and we're opening doors. And that might be radio jobs. It could be journalism. It could be, you know, apprenticeships in whatever. It could be the building trade. It could be... Do you know what, Nick, right? It's quite... It's quite. Let me, let me just throw something at you and tell me how you feel about this. Tell me how you feel about this, all right? Okay, so look look at the people who represent our city, okay? Now, the people who represent our city, the college, university, probably go to Oxford University or somewhere posh, out the city. College, possibly out the city. Then they come back as what? What are the councillors? For the, for the city. What the hell? You don't know nothing about the city? Yeah. Why is why would it remain all right? You got to go through all these checks, all this stuff. You know, you can't have a criminal record. You can't have broke the law. You can't have done this. You can't be related to that. The people who are actually involved or or, or have made mistakes in life, who have rehabilitated and trying to fight for the city, these are the people who know what needs doing. Not some lad who's been sat in university in Oxford who hasn't even been involved or seen or even witnessed what's going on in this city. But now he's coming back now and going, right, this is what they need. How the fuck would he know? Yeah. Every time you swear, he has to make a I'm note sorry, to that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it's an emotional thing for me, but how would he know? He doesn't. What not that, that, doing? That, that, that's the disconnect you were talking about. These are the people that are fighting for our city. The yeah. people that don't know what happened with the Dockers. The people that don't know what happened at Hillsborough. The people that don't know these kids that related to somebody who's dead. We've all lived and breathed that. You want to represent the city? Yeah. I think you should have been part of the city. You've got to be from the city. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that's the, that's the voice that matters. Yeah. Daft asses. Sorry again. No, I can say, listen, I love the way how passionate you are about this. And the whole what annoys me is the whole city should be as, as upset and as passionate about you about it. And that must be a frustrating thing for you. Have you spoken to any, have you managed to speak to any business leaders, any of these big businesses to see what their response is as well? Because they're, they're making money. From the city. From this city. Half of these big business people are doing exactly what you just said, making money. That's all they care about is making money. They don't care who gets killed. Half the companies are selling knives, mate. Half of them have got knives on show. Half of them don't care. You've got to remember that. See these big big wigs that are coming into our city? They're ruining us. They're killing us because they don't give a shit about us. Mm. They don't care. You know, if you, you know, these people, these companies should be coming to me or coming to somebody and saying, right, how can I get involved? And there is some small companies that, you know, Alpha Taxis have come forward. But it's always, it seems to be the small businesses where yeah. somebody's got a business. Do you know somebody's why? Got like a gardening because company. them small ones are, are more real. They care. Real people well, they're, from, they're, they're from, from here. From people from the city who've made themselves. Struggle to get a little business going. Yeah. Know how hard it is to keep that business afloat with, with the structure and the way that the city is, with all this knife crime and all these young lads in gangs and... Yeah, we're talking to for them, so they, that's why they back it. While this city, got, they back it. While this city's fellow scousers are opening companies and trying to live off whatever's left by doing <coughs> gardening or, or 
car you know, mechanics, whatever, all using utilizing each other. Do you know what's in business? Because you've got all these big daft big wigs coming in and not giving a shit. B and M knives all over the gaff. You only have to look at these companies' little knives, everything. You're like, all right, you're gonna come yeah. to the city. You know, conform by our rules, follow yeah. our rules. Yeah, is you know, help us out a little bit, or, or or maybe throw a little bit of money into a campaign to show you care. You don't even. It could be anonymous. No one cares. But you know, if you push them forward with the city, because you're already taking offers. Yeah, yeah. They're already taking offers, aren't they? Because yeah. they do that on a regular, and we have to swallow that because we need their, their bottle, you know, we their need services, their stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So give a little back. The problem we've got now is greed. Everybody wants to be famous when the famous they leg it. Mm. You took from the city, see you later, leg it. You've got a business, it's gone big, go on now, leg it. You've got people like Lawrence Kenwright every day fighting for the city because he, but fair play to him. He's, I don't, I don't know where he is politically. All I see is, oh, he's helping the homeless, this, that, the other. But for me, whether you like him or not, he's still putting something back. He doesn't have to. Of course. He's made his money through the city. He's putting it back through the city. Fair play to him. I don't care whether you like him or not. All I care about is he's giving a little bit back. Are you? No, exactly. Simple as that, mate. Yeah. It's a... <clears throat> we the, don't the, suffer the, fools. The, no, it isn't. City. Absolutely. And I completely agree with that. Is it because people are intimidated because they know this isn't an overnight fix? People think, if I get involved with the knife crime campaign... It's a big... Because when you asked me, I didn't straight away go, I would love to be an ambassador. Of course. I went away and thought about it because I thought, this is a commitment that could be could be 10 years. Could be 10 years where I've got an association with this campaign because this is not an overnight fix. Let me tell you it's something. It's a generational now, thing. Let me tell you something. I mean this, and I mean this sincerely, right? You're my friend. Okay, not only are you, are you a massive player in this city, you're like the rest of them. You're, 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 to me, you're a celebrity in this city. So I've thought, Nick's powerful. Not only is he a good lad, he's got kids. I've said, Nick, can you be part of the campaign? You've gone away. You've had thought you come back. Great. Now, I'll tell you now, these people listening now, they think of you different because they know you're contributing to your city. You're not only doing your news. You're not only just going to spread around and do whatever you've got to do. Now, you're giving back to the city. I can guarantee you now you've gained thousands with that because of, because of your heart, because of your support for the city. And and everybody in this city loves somebody who's going to support their own. You've got to remember, Nick, there's people out there, single mums with nothing. Yeah. Who, who, who are... You need to, the most support. Who, of course, who are trying to, to, to make ends meet, but can't. These people are relying on us, relying on you to, to make sure their children are safe because they can't. Dad might have ran off somewhere. Mum might have ran off somewhere in this day and age. You never mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. But what I mean is they're relying on the people like me and you to be able to get this message across because they wouldn't be aired, would they? No. Why wouldn't they be aired? Because our egos matter too much. No one cares about this single mum with kids. Bearing in mind, <sighs> our mothers... Were single with kids once, mm -hmm. running, dragging us up. They were there once. We've been there. We've lived it. These are the people we should be caring about. In all these areas where they've got nothing, where the kids have to get dragged up with nothing, these are the people we should be caring about. Don't call them a meth. Don't say, look at her, look at her doing that because she's had a night out with six kids. Let's yeah. go slate the week. That's not what we're about. We're a poverty-stricken city anyway. We just are. We always have been. The only reason we've got what we've got is because we're fighters. We're animals. When we want something, we go and get it. We beg, steal and borrow. Of our own, that's what we do we, we, from Liverpool. We are the elite for me because I've seen the way people struggle and become what they become. I've seen people like Darren Till having to get off to Brazil to survive and come back and turn into the man he is now. I watch Scousers every day become great and fantastic because they were given a chance. You're not going to give these people a chance or you're not going to be a voice for them. They're never going to be nowhere. This is why people like yourself get asked. Yeah.
well, as I say, it was an it was a no brainer thing for me. But I, I'm just concerned that maybe some of these people are an intimidator because it can't be a quick fix, Paul. You know, it, it can't. So this is not a rubber band. No. This is not a, a band aid job. This is a, a big commitment over a period of time. This is we can all get involved. It's a full but we generation. Need, everyone's got to get involved. It's a lot of people. Exactly. Mindsets that we have to change. But then and we shouldn't. Outlook. We shouldn't write off the current generation. Go well. They're in it now. So forget about them. Let's educate those under the age of fourteen. We can't do that because mate, while their hearts beating, they can be changed. Yeah. I can. I've seen. We, we've seen it. We've seen people change. We yep. watched it. Yeah. Now you, you know one person that dislike is somebody who says a leopard never changes spots. Because with that, you've got no faith. Yeah. You have no hope. If you have no hope and you have no faith, what have you got? When yeah. you wake up in the morning, what have you got? You need to hope the day is good. You need to hope your children are safe. You need to hope that that person is reformed and rehabilitated, so they don't come and hate you. That's what we have is hope and faith. So if you think a leopard doesn't change its spots, you're part of the problem. Mm. We have to hope and help and push to rehabilitate and show them a better way. We have to show them what their heart's made of. You want to keep turning your back on people, then we're all going to be knackered, mate. I understand yeah. there's people who need turning their back on. Look, I get how it is, but the general people in this city, uh, some people who commit crimes through none of their own fault or... Uh, look, this, this is one of them debates, isn't it? Oh, everybody shouldn't have to do this or shouldn't. But we're talking about Liverpool here. Do you know what I mean? If you, get called, if you get called something, you know, you become it, don't you? Yeah. And yeah. we get called all kinds. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so you have to actually grow up in this city and become something special, like Rocky Field and Callum Smith, Chris Fishgold. Then you're blessed with something that you were given by your family, and not 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 more than that. You're blessed with a heart from Liverpool. You've been through the struggle, so you know how to fight. You've had one of them Mars that can kick your head in so you know you can handle it. Because yeah. all our Mars kicked our heads in because that's just that was a Liverpool that's way. That's just the way it is. So you know you can take it hiding. Do you know what I mean? These small things that this city provides turn you into the person you are today. These kids, they just need to understand that there's a better way. And the hard part is growing up. The hard part is getting directed into the general direction of hope. Mm -hmm. The right path. Without that, you've got nothing. Yeah, you've got nothing. It's not like suddenly they all woke up one day and went, "Let's all start carrying knives." They're all a product of the environment. Exactly, exactly. Now you have to ask yourself: One day that they wake up and carry a knife for the first time, why? Okay, I'm trying to defend myself against blah blah because he's got a knife. Now imagine he didn't have a knife and the other person didn't have a knife. What happened then, would it? Yeah, it's it's um, it's something that needs to be massively eradicated. But there is no simple answer. All we've got is hope yeah. and support. And if there's one thing this city provides, which we've proved on more than one occasion, is we get over shit, Nick. Yeah. We fix it. We have hope. Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, it was an absolute pleasure to have you both on the, sh on the show. We'll definitely have to pick this up again routinely. Paul Adley, on last time we touched on this, unfortunately we're back here again, and it's because of another absolute tragedy that's forced us to come back in. But I will keep you all updated on it. Um, and we will try and pull this city together. And I think right now we owe it upon ourselves and every single young man walking the streets of this city now to get on our phones, hit our social media, hit our contacts book and try and pull everybody together. Tony Dodson, Paul Bentley, thank you so Pleasure much. You've been listening to Fight Disciples 
on Radio City Talk. Tune in next week for more of the same, far more fight talk, fight and talk, hopefully a little bit less tragedy talk. But keep your eye out for the No More Knives campaign. Get involved with it. It's all over social media. If you need to find some links, hit Tony Bell. You find Paul Bentley, of course, or look at my own social media as well. The city is coming together. We will eradicate knife crime from this city, whether it takes a year or 20 years it's happening. We're going to get the city right behind us. You've been listening to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.